brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Man, look, y'all. Y'all know how we rock. You never really know what we doing on the Black Men Bentu podcast, guys. We may drop an episode episode every week. We may drop two episodes back to back. And I guess you know this is one of them times, man. Let's get into it, man. Nashville, the baddest podcast in Nashville, man. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Back to back episodes, guys. We got another one for you. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebug. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And I'm just, again, grateful to be able to present new content. And like my son just said, back-to-back content. Hey, man, rock with us, man. Get with us. You never know what we're going to do. But we're spirit-led, man. We're led by the spirit, man. And I'm talking about the right spirit, not that left spirit. We led by God, man. So he leads us into how we move and how we groove forward, man. So we're just thanking him for giving us another day, giving us another content, and also giving us another weather, weather report. And the weather report today is stay inside because it's going to rain, man. If you don't have a raincoat or an umbrella, stay yourself inside because you know you get out there and you get a little sickly, so just stay inside. But while you inside, turn on Black Men Vent 2 on Spotify, on YouTube. Now, this one won't be on YouTube, so check us out on all our audio platforms, man. And check out this episode because this is a historical episode of one of the great icons of Nashville, man. One of the greatest, uh, great uh, pre- people of our uh, Nashville history. This dude is a part of Nashville history. When you talk about Nashville, he's one of the guys that will probably be on your top 100 list of the brothers that are important in this city. And I'm just going to say this. He calls himself the great grade giver. You'll catch that when you listen to the episode. Man, that's that's a lot loaded in that Pops just gave us, man. Uh, the Black Men Bit 2 Ratchet Weather Report. Get your umbrellas. Get your raincoats, but get your earbuds out. Yeah, and man. tap into this episode, man. He he goes by many of names, Pops, the great grade giver, the yeah. running man. The running uh man. uh yeah. man, he man, I'm yeah. super excited for y'all to hear this piece of history on today's show. Yeah, man, and, and while we was doing his interview, man, we did it at his place where he could feel comfortable, man. And believe me, this brother sat back, man, and he gave it to us real, he gave it to us raw. But I'm telling you, man, on Juneteenth, exactly. But I'm telling you, man, this brother, for his age, has a lot of spunk. And he told us himself that he's going to hang around for at least another 20 years. So get with this, and you'll see what to look forward to in the next 20 years. Yeah, man. Hey, man, we super excited for today's episode, guys. A surprise episode that we just wanted to throw in this week, man. We did this episode. We pre-recorded it on Juneteenth. Pre-recorded it on Juneteenth, and we just want this brother to get his flowers while he's alive and well. Yes. So we dropping this episode right now. Share this episode, guys. If you are graduates of Tennessee State University, you got to tap into today's episode, man. One of the most profound professors that has graced Tennessee State University's campus joins Black Men Event Two, man. Right after this sponsorship segment break, guys, we're gonna get right into it, man. Nashville, have you heard? A black man bent today. Mm. 
And just like that, man, just like that, guys, we're back, we're back. Good morning to you guys again, man. Mm -hmm. Super excited to be a part of a new week with you guys. Yes, Today's taping is on the best holiday of the year, I feel like, Come Juneteenth. On, yeah. We are super excited, man, to be here with none other, man, than, than just such a great, great mogul in Nashville, guys. Um, man, Pops, what can we say about this, bro? Man, all I can say, man, is we're here with a living legend. Mm -hmm. Did you hear me? A living legend. Yeah. And what I'm talking about, living because he's still living and breathing. His mind is still sharp, man. And he's been smiling ever since we walked in the door. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, so, yeah. like my son said earlier, we so goofy. Mm -hmm. We were so excited to get here. We forgot half our stuff. Man. But we going back to square one yeah. and we doing it like we used to do it from day one. Yeah. But guess what? We still going to get the story. Mm -hmm. Let's get the story, man, guys. We're not going to hold you long, man. Let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. Presenting to some, introducing to others, mm -hmm. my good friend, good brother, Mr. Mm -hmm. Dr. James mm -hmm. Haney, man. How you doing this morning? I, I'm in pretty good shape. Yes, now, sir. You, uh, I, I really don't know where to start mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. uh, there are so many things that I might talk about and I might want to tell. Yes, sir. But uh, do you want me to start about my experiences at AMN College in Pine Bluff? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get into that, man. Let's I get into that it. primarily because that was one of the times that I received all of my inspiration and mm -hmm. found out uh, essentially that I had the materials mm -hmm. uh, that I could use in order to get a degree at Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Now, one thing that gave me all the materials that I could use to move forward mm -hmm. was that I met a little girl all right, yeah. when mm -hmm. I was at Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Right, she was from far as, yeah, so caught, caught my eyes quite, <laughs> that's right, caught yeah. my eyes at yeah. Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and yeah, I made yes, up sir. my mind after being there for two or three years yes, that she was the woman that I wanted to marry and to take with me wherever I went. All right, all right. So I was able yes, to uh, get a degree at AMN College in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yes, sir. And after a degree at Pine Bluff, I, I was able to get a, 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 a an assignment at Job Corps, uh, Pine Knot uh, Job Corps Center. You okay. might not mm -hmm. remember Pine Knot, the Job Corps situation. It mm -hmm. was a a program that was introduced on a national level mm -hmm. that allowed young black folks yes, to go to the forest and build around the like the old uh, programs under Franklin Delano Roosevelt, mm -hmm. the old mm -hmm. uh, programs that they had young people who had been uh, out of touch mm -hmm. and in the cities and et cetera yes, yes, to come and work on uh, the New Deal's kind of program. It was, yes, it was a reorientation mm -hmm. of that old program. They called it the Job Corps program. Yes, sir. And throughout the nation, they had mm -hmm. uh, uh, programs situated mm -hmm. all over the nation where young black folks mm -hmm. who could come to these uh, parks mm -hmm. uh, and come to these cores mm -hmm. and have an opportunity to learn various skills and yes. et cetera. Yes. And so I finished AM&N College mm -hmm. in 1960. Five, okay. about the time that Job Corps started, wow. and they hired me there to be a community leader and a mm -hmm. corpsman, you know, mm -hmm. to sort of oversee all of these young African-American men yes, who had come to be taught and come yes. knowing nothing and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so I stayed there for quite a while. Me and my wife went and we lived on the Corps mm -hmm. with the young people, mm -hmm. and we learned the system of dealing with young people mm -hmm. and uh, those who were impoverished and those who were upward mobile and yes, whatever. Sir. And then, and, and so after dealing with that, I 
had a situation that I went from there mm-hmm. to uh, Ohio University mm-hmm. uh, in Athens, Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, after staying mm-hmm. at Job Corps for a while, mm-hmm. the old Job Corps director called me in one day and he said, Mr. Haney, we know that what you've been doing with our core people, that I got a man who came by the other day mm-hmm. uh, from Ohio University, mm-hmm. and they're looking for young black folks to uh, get a master's degree mm-hmm. at Ohio University, and mm-hmm. we thought that, uh, oh, while you might be doing a good job here, mm-hmm. uh, we might you might want to take a chance wow. and see if you want to go to further college. Because yes, I already had a, a BA from AM&N College yes, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. So yes, and so I decided to accept the challenge yeah. to move from there yeah. to Ohio University. Okay. And so I was married. And so mm-hmm. uh, uh, we still had, me and my wife had a child, my mm-hmm. first child, AJ. Okay. And okay. so we moved mm-hmm. from there to Ohio University. Mm-hmm. She got a job mm-hmm. uh, in the school system in yes, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I was at Ohio University for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then I got there and I met the great August Meyer. Now, right. People might not know who August Meyer, mm-hmm. but August Meyer was one of the foremost authorities in the black experience okay. at that particular time. And okay. I had an opportunity to meet him mm-hmm. and uh, Rucker, one of his uh, assistants and one of his partners. Uh-huh. And they sort of took me under their wings. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, August Meyer told me that uh, I ought to go from uh, uh, Kent State uh, from there to Kent State uh-huh. University. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I moved from there to Kent State University, me and my wife. Uh, she going to school and teaching school yeah. and me teaching at the college, Ohio University, yes. moving to mm-hmm. Kent State University. Man. And the man yeah. told me he thought that I might go there and make a uh, uh, make a doctor's degree, mm-hmm. you see. And I decided that uh, we'd go to Kent State. Mm-hmm. And so me and my wife packed up. We left Ohio University on, and went to Kent State University. Yes, sir. I went to school and she went to work. And so, so that was our situation. We had yeah, children man. on the way yeah, and man. everything, but we were both moving up together. Yes. She was moving. Now she did most of the work, uh-huh. and I did most of the schooling. Yeah, I was saying she was generally she she had a degree, uh-huh. and so she worked in the pu- uh, public school system okay. wherever mm-hmm. we went. And while I was working on my master's degree, she uh-huh. worked in the school system. Yes, while I was working on my PhD degree, she worked in the system. Mm-hmm. And so I say, in reality, yeah. we both got a PhD degree. Man, that's right. That's right. I that's mean, right. you know, I ran right through it because mm-hmm. yes, the reason I was able to run through it, I had somebody at home man, working. She'd go to school. No, yeah. she went to man. school and she yeah. taught, yeah. but I expected her to have me something. To yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she she right. got accustomed to, you know, yeah. going yeah. to work. The routine. Yeah, working at school and coming home and working because I you know, I expected to uh-huh. have meals and whatever, yeah, so, etc. Yeah, because so. I was the great Dr. James Hank. <laughs> the great Dr. James Hank. I love it. I love, on, it. I love it. Working love on a PhD it. degree. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that. Yeah. You know, and so, and I jumped into that PhD program, yeah, yeah, and yeah. looked at me and said. Uh, yeah. And I decided that I wanted to get a PhD and and, and not hang around long. Folks yeah. always mm. talk about six or seven years. And I said, I ain't right. got time to yeah, hang yeah, around no college. Go, right? yeah, I got to yeah. go. And yeah. so I went to yeah. Kent State and uh-huh. worked through the program. Uh-huh. She worked 
and I Praise ate, God. and I was yeah. able to so study. She worked, and I ate. That's yeah, right, right. Yeah, she supported me. Yeah, you know, yeah, she man. had a little job working at the school, yes, that's, that's and you know, blessing. and we yeah. met a lot of folks uh, during that, that time, yes, lived in the student apartment, and et cetera. Yes, yeah, but yeah. all the time I was going to school, uh-huh. and all the time she was working, and she got her little check, or, you know, school check, and I got, you know, just a little money for my degree program. Yeah, and et cetera. Right, right, right. And then we left there and we went to Kent State. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there uh, and uh, I, at, while at Kent, I met one of the most famous historians at Kent. He mm-hmm. was my mentor mm-hmm. uh, in a real sense. He, had, he was named Dr. August Meyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Dr. Meyer sort of took me under his wings okay. and determined mm-hmm. uh, while I was at Kent State that not only was I going to be at Kent State, mm-hmm. but I was going to go on and get me a Ph.D. Yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. I first got yeah, there, man. I didn't know nothing about no Ph.D., right, but right, there right. I was. A man said that you ought to go on. I want to send you on to get a Ph.D. degree. Yeah. That's a good thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, made, he made up that decision, yeah, and I told thing. my wife at home, well, you know, we're going to keep on going, and that's right. keep yeah. on rocking, keep yeah. on moving. Yeah. And so we moved from Ohio to Kent State, mm-hmm. and when we got to Kent State, I went through the program and was able to shine in the mm-hmm. program, got all mm-hmm. the kind of, I, I think I spent about $40 mm-hmm. for higher education on mm-hmm. my PhD in wow. terms of the $40. money I had. Wow. Well, now nah, I was spending my wife's money, too. Yo, 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 Nashville, man, what's up, what's up, what's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, guys. We are excited, man. We have another new advertisement to bring forth to our audience and to our platform, man. Super excited that someone has invested in Black Men Event 2, so in return, we are investing in them. Let's check out who we have as the BMVT ad break moment for today's episode, man. Let's look at it and see. Kimberly Gooch. Hey, sister. Kimberly Gooch, man. Guys, let's check out Miss Kimberly and her business titled Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles. Y'all didn't catch that. Liddy Lit Tea. Yeah, y'all didn't catch that. But you finna catch it because we finna see what she is all about. Let's check it out and check out Miss Kimberly Gooch and her business, guys. She goes to say that she is born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and is the owner, again, of Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles. She has always been a candle person, trying to find long-lasting scents throughout her life. So she started to make candles as a hobby. Kimmy says that she has a great support system, and that is a very important, valuable resource to have when starting a business. She's been told that her candles give off that wow factor when you take the top off, and it's even better when you light the wick. More about Kimmy's candles, they are 100% hand poured and made with essential oils and soy wax, which makes the scent last longer. The soy wax is non-toxic, cleaner burning, made with no toxins, carcinogens, nor pollutants, which means the candles are less likely to trigger allergies. I love that, man, because I can't go into Bath and Body Works without sneezing all over the dang place. So I just love that part right there. With my candles being soy-based, the burning time will be slower and longer than others. No matter how many times you light the candle, the scent is stronger every time. 
Yeah, she putting Yankee candles, boy, giving them a run for their money. Let's check it out, man. Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles are available in six different scents. Soothing Spa Day, Riverfront, Cuddle Me Fall, Eat the Cake, Naked, and my most popular of all, After Midnight. Each candle brings a different aura to a room when it's lit. Whether you're having some friends over, a significant other, or giving the candles as a gift, I guarantee you, you will be satisfied with your purchase. Guys, it is, this is Kimberly Gooch, and, and just based off of what we know, if you don't have any of Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles in your house, what are you doing? Get it together and hit up Kimmy right now. Not today, not tomorrow, right now. Hit her up right now, guys. Again, major shout out to Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles. You guys can keep in contact with her and find her at Facebook being K-Y-M-M-E-E apostrophe S Lit L-I-T-T-T-E-A Luxury Candles, guys. Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles and Instagram at K-Y-M-M-E-E L-I-T-T E-A underscore for that Instagram page, guys. Make sure you guys check out Kimmy's Lit Tea Luxury Candles. Let's get back into today's episode. Work in yeah. you know. I said, no, the work, you know, and I was big, you know, I was big Man. time. Yeah. You, know, you got a great partner, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Partner. yeah. She, she worked, and, you know, yeah. I was, at, you know, doing things and, and doing, and she was working on the outside, mm-hmm. and I was getting a few dollars in, mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, a stipend on, on that degree, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough money to really you know support us the way we were su- being supported. And Dr. Hayne, I think it's so important mm-hmm. that you acknowledge the uh-huh. fact that you had help. Oh, yeah. A lot of times people get, you know, get oh. status quo in life, and they don't want to admit that the wife was helping, mm-hmm. uh, the aunties was helping, or somebody oh, in the family was contributing to oh, their success. But you right. saying, I done heard you say it about four or five times, yeah. my wife, yeah. my wife was doing this, and yeah, my wife, so I think that's a beautiful she was thing. My partner, you yeah, know, I expected her to work. Yes, you know, sir. I didn't that's expect to go to school and talk about working on yes, no sir. PhD mm-hmm. for yes, my wife to be sitting around home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, and I expected her to get out and work, and she got out and worked mm-hmm. and yes, did sir. what we were supposed to do. And we did it together. Dad got a partnership, and she Works yeah, and, yeah. and I got a little money from you know stipends and etc. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it was her money. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. I got a question for you. I, my naturally, you know, mm-hmm. our generation. I think we 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 sway away from mm-hmm. from marriage uh-huh. for a lot of reasons more uh-huh. than not. My question to you, man, and I love asking those mm-hmm. that have been married for 30, 40, 50 mm-hmm. years. When you met Miss Mildred, how did you know? How did you know? Well, the first time I saw her, I knew. Oh, I, I, huh? I, I didn't have no problem. <laughs> First time I had You don't know what I saw. <laughs> right, right, right. That's it. I, I, had, no, yeah, I had never yeah. had a girlfriend yeah, okay, okay, before okay. Mildred. You know, yeah, I had yeah. always gone to them schools, Ohio University, yeah, Kansas yeah, State University. Yeah. Wasn't no black women at them schools. Ah, and here and there, you see. And I went to uh, uh, Pine Bluff, uh-huh. you know, and started working at Pine Bluff. Yeah. And then I saw her. Uh-huh. And so I said, well, you know, she was hanging around with three or four other girls, yeah, you know, yeah, and mm-hmm. always yeah. lagging behind, you know, yeah, they come yeah, out. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. at that time, it was time for 
break at you know at college dorms yeah. at night yeah. and whatnot, yeah. and all the girls would come out and yeah. all the boys came yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. and then the girls that. would yeah. come and go to the cafeteria yeah. to the student union, yeah. Yeah. and the boys would stand by and make noise and push <laughs> on the street. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know the way that was. Yeah. That, yeah. that was college yeah. life. That was college life. You know, you come in there, and so they came out there, and I. Set my eye on that little girl there, like that, yeah. and I said, you know, when I started running her down and waiting out there and uh -huh. looking for when yeah. they came out, yeah. and so we met at Edmonton College in Pinebrook, Arkansas, uh -huh. and yeah. so we went from there to Ohio University, mm -hmm. you know, after we got together and got married and everything, and yeah. so we was off and running, good, and so she supported me all Praise through God. Ohio University. Yeah, uh, at working and I'm schooling and yeah. then we went to Kent State University. Uh, uh, I was working on my doctorate and mm -hmm. she was working in the school system, mm -hmm. making money. Mm -hmm. And I'm schooling, I'm making a degree, she making money. Mm -hmm. You see? Uh, and, yeah, y'all got, got that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Dr. Haynes, let me ask you about, so from the from Kent State, uh, was that how you matriculated to TSU? Yeah. Okay. No, well, from Kent State, uh -huh. I got my PhD. Okay. At Kent State, okay. you know, I went there and, and, and worked and got the PhD. Mm -hmm. And the uh, professor at uh, Kent State uh, decided that uh, he wanted me to start at, at uh, a place in Nashville, Tennessee, oh, right called Vanderbilt University. Oh, okay. And see, they had never okay. had a black professor at, Kent, at Vanderbilt Vander, University uh -huh. before. Yeah. And right. so he said, and I said, you know, uh, my uh, Marv was... Uh, he thought he was black, mm -hmm. but he really wasn't black. Mm -hmm. He often tried to claim that he was black. He mm -hmm. was Jewish, you know, mm -hmm. and so he felt that it, mm -hmm. uh, the discriminate against black folks was discriminate against yes, him. Yes, yes, right. And he felt that black, Vanderbilt University, you know, mm -hmm. they didn't have no black folks down there, and they mm -hmm. had advertised for a teacher down there, and he mm -hmm. felt that I ought to go down to Vanderbilt wow. University wow, wow, wow. and get a job. Yeah, and so, yes, and he yeah. pulled wires and whatever, See and what I'm saying? and yeah. I say. Me, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what they do. That's yeah, what you do when you get up in that level. You yes, know, sir, the, true. The professor know somebody who knows somebody who yes, know sir. a place yes, who sir. know and that kind of thing. Yes, sir. And so he sent me to Vanderbilt University, and wow. so that's how we got to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And so I came to Nashville, Tennessee, and got along well. My wife came with me. We mm -hmm. lived in the apartments, mm -hmm. etc. And then. Uh, after I moved around a while and became familiar with the city and mm -hmm. familiar with things that were happening, mm -hmm. then I started going out, you know, and one day I went to uh, uh, a situation where uh, a lady was uh, uh, doing a television show mm -hmm. uh, down at the studio mm -hmm. called uh, Black Pulse. Okay. And okay. Uh, she wanted me to be an, uh, a, a person. She wanted to interview mm -hmm. me one day. And that okay. was my first contact. That was about 40 years ago okay. when I got in touch with... Uh, the uh, station WZTV mm. uh, Channel 17. Yes, sir. And, and wow. so I went down there and the man gave me the job. Mm. You know, I decided, and so I decided to interview mm. and, and I got the job on Black Pulse. Mm. And then after mm. we got on Black Pulse, mm. I started thinking. I said, well, you know, I'm on Black Pulse now and I got this job. Mm -hmm. And every time I wanted to go to the television sto station to do an interview after mm -hmm. I got started there, mm -hmm. I looked around and there Lana was. Mm -hmm. And so I decided she Lana somewhere in the corner. Yeah. Every time. From eight years old, yeah. she wanted to go. And so she started going with me every she time I went there. Yeah. That's it. And when I got out there and started doing the show, 
show, mm -hmm. she'd be up around moving the microphone and, yeah. and, and being, yeah. greeting yeah. the guests. Yeah. And the man yeah. saw her working out there, and yeah. she she was an extra hand, right. you know. Yeah. And, right. Right. And so we got got familiar. And every time I went to do a taping, mm. I carried Lana with mm. me, yes, sir. and she yes, carried sir. on the job, mm. wow. watching the tapes and wow. keeping wow. time and mm -hmm. etc. Okay. And so uh, later on, uh, as we moved on, mm. after we uh, were there for a while, mm. I started taking Lana every time I went, mm. and I started saying, "Lana, you ought to be doing some shows with mm. me after you've been around here doing, and you wow. know how it's done." Yeah. And wow. Lana must have been about what thirteen, which. Mm -hmm. Eight, what, eight years old, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. she got me started putting her in the chair, yeah. you know, and she started having a show. Yeah, eight years old. Yeah, eight years old. I took her down. She had been running her mouth alone. Yeah, eight years old. She's been sitting around there every time you yeah. tape. Yeah. And whatever, and somebody say, "Handy, your tape's not right." Lana jump up and start running the tape, and she was just a second, you know, just a handyman, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then I went out yeah. there and did it for. She did that for a while, and I said, "Lana, uh, since the time I was going down there, every time mm. I said, Lana, you ought to go down there and we do one with you.'" Yes, sir. And I started yes, doing one with her about mm. eight or nine years, and from next. Mm -hmm. Time every almost every time I went on there, you I generally did four or five shows at a shot. Right, yeah. right, right. And right. so I always right. had one for what? Olana. Mm -hmm. And so she started got to be a regular guest on the show and Man, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, taking yeah. slots yeah. by herself and yeah. I was yeah. interviewing her yeah. and she was responding and whatever. And so she became a, a television star mm -hmm. while I was down there. By the time she was thirteen or fourteen years old. Yes, sir. Lana was doing television shows by herself. You wow, know, she was that's good. Yeah, that's being good. able, Doctor Haney, to see that legacy still live on. Uh -huh. How does that honestly make you feel? Oh, that makes me feel good. Yes, you sir. see, because I knew that she, I knew where she started from and yeah, how she got started yeah, and what yeah. she knew. Yeah. And 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 I won't admit it, and she won't admit it, but she's doing it the same way I did. <laughs> I, love it. I, love it. I like it because I like it because you're able to keep it in the family. Uh -huh. and the family yeah. uh -huh. and the piece, man, and, and well, well, the family are able to enjoy well, the I tell you, It wasn't my keeping it in the family. Mm -hmm. I got sick. You know, and mm -hmm. I went out there, and I had okay. generally been doing television shows mm -hmm. ever so often. Mm -hmm. And every time I went, I took Lana with me. Right. And when I was sick, the man called me, called my house, mm -hmm. and said... Uh, that he wanted to speak to me, and they didn't, instead of telling them that I was incapacitated and I was at, uh, in a hospital, mm -hmm. uh, and he said, well, so what about uh, Alana? <laughs> yeah. 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 Somebody yeah. That, that was the situation. They needed somebody, and I said, yeah. "Why?" Well, I said yeah. to myself, "I was laying up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. couldn't go. And every time she had gone down there, uh, well, she had gone with me. And, right. But, right. Right. but so. they were taking shows and you know, taping me and yes, watching sir. her right. and watching right. her come out. Right. And then when they when I told them, they told them I couldn't come. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, why didn't why don't you send me?" That's exactly how she got. Why don't you see Lana? And so Lana went out there and interviewed with him. And the next thing I knew, I Lana had a what? A psych? What was the name of the show? Perspective. Perspective. Now the thing about it. The thing about it, the show. 
Well, now mind you, he watched this show, y'all, every Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> the name of the show was Comments with Dr. James Haney. Yeah. And then I yeah. got sick. Yeah. And go back. And the man, <laughs> I thought the man was going to wait on me. Yeah. Yeah. They done took your name, your title. <laughs> Come back. And then the man said, well, you know, uh, what about a dollar? Yeah. Yeah, they just put you to the side of the curve, man. <laughs> it hurt. And yeah. the only thing I said, I couldn't come. Yeah. And the next yeah. thing, well, what about Alana? Yeah. And so yeah. she went on yeah. the next day yeah. and interviewed. Yeah. And when I got out of a hospital, Alana uh -huh. uh -huh. was uh, comments with Dr. James Haney yes, running the show. Wow. And man. I said, my wow. God. But yeah. she had sent out now. Yeah. Every time yeah, yeah, I yeah. went out there and I had, had mm -hmm. shows with her. And uh -huh. so it, it surprised me. But yeah, the man. Yeah, the yes, Lord was preparing. That's right. Was preparing she was prepared. Yeah, she she really was prepared. The man yeah. said, what about yeah. Lana? Yeah. And so she went out there and I got so close and involved in the station that she changed the name mm -hmm. yeah. of the show from comments yes, with perspectives with Alana McLaughlin mm -hmm. and took it running from there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's man. been on since then. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Thank she's been doing the next thing. Tell us a little bit before we still on this first segment. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your time at TSU, cause I was oh. I, that was my that was my alma mater. Oh, I got man. a four year degree from TSU, and oh. I remember seeing you a lot. I didn't get to see you in the capacity that I'm seeing you uh -huh. now, but I saw you a lot. Oh, I was around Tennessee State yes, University, and, and and I was a hard worker at Tennessee yes, State yeah, University. You stayed on the move. And see, the thing about it, I had uh, I, I must admit that I was a little more advanced mm -hmm. in terms of my understanding of the world mm -hmm. when I got to Tennessee State University yes, because many of the folks that uh, uh, were freshmen I met in 1961 mm -hmm. in my first year at Tennessee State University, many of them were from Dermot, mm -hmm. uh, from Columbia, mm -hmm. from all these little towns mm -hmm. in Arkansas. And when I got in the classroom, the man wanted to know where I was come. I was from Verdun, France, uh, from Frankfurt, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Germany. Yeah. From, well, I was there because my father was in the military, okay. gotcha. and my family gotcha. went okay. with the okay. military. Gotcha. And I started my career uh -huh. in schools in France, in schools in Germany. I went to wow. Verdun American High School. Okay. Now, Verdun American High School, mm -hmm. my students, uh, as a student, I was sitting up in a class. Uh -huh. We were talking about the uh, French War and the yeah. French effort in the First World War, mm -hmm. the Battle of Verdun. Mm -hmm. Well, I could open up the window and I could look out and see the graves wow. of some of the people who wow. had lost yes, their sir. lives wow. because the school was an American school almost in the center and they had a, a Verdun American High School. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, mm -hmm. I was at Verdun American High School. I know everything about France, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Folks uh, that, that that I operated with, mm -hmm. they would talk about Little Rock, and I would sit up there and talk about Paris, yeah. about mm -hmm. Berlin, yeah. about Switzerland, yeah. Zurich, and yeah. all this. Why? Yeah. Because I, I had yeah. gone on uh, trips, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as a military mm -hmm. brand to mm -hmm. all of those places. I know right. what everything was in mm -hmm. Paris. I knew right. about uh, Zurich, uh, Switzerland, mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. Kaiserslautern. In Germany yeah. and all of that, and I knew it as a, a, a young student, yeah, yeah, twelfth uh, grade, right. who had nothing but military people, yeah, 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 <laughs> young yeah. soldiers, yeah, yeah. 18, yeah, 19, yeah. hanging around, yeah, with. yeah, and yeah. I go to the. Uh, uh, service club and play yeah. pool with them, uh -oh. and yeah. etc. And I knew everything that was going on everywhere yeah. in the world because they would shoot 
that I'm from Boston. Look, See yeah, if yeah, you yeah. can beat this. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was getting ready to ask you, was you any good? Yeah, I, oh, look, yeah, look. oh, yeah, I was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's straight up made some quick, bro. Oh, yeah, I was good. <laughs> yeah, I, was hung, I hung around there. I yeah, hung around yeah, there. Yeah, and, yeah. and I learned how to talk like they talk. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. they all, yeah. And most of them were young, young men from mm-hmm. the Air Force mm-hmm. that had yes, come sir. to. First time that mm-hmm. they had been away from home and yeah. living mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. barracks, mm-hmm. and I lived off the barracks, and my old man was over in the hospital working, mm-hmm. and so when I came to the base, I hung around with them at the service club, yeah. right. and they, you know, when they, you know, I heard their talk, I used mm-hmm. their language yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and they called me Young Blood. Yeah, you yeah. see all that yeah. Yeah. great, yeah. great mm-hmm. stuff, and so they took care of me, <laughs> and, yeah. and sometimes I'd hang around with them. It was too late to go home. Yeah. I stayed in the barracks and yeah. went over there and the first sergeant in the barracks didn't know who it was and they hid me out in the barracks and what oh my old man came looking for me and I was up in the barracks yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. oh it was just you know it was a lot of just a lot of fun I yeah, mean, man, I you, you, you lived a great life yeah. I was just thinking about when you was in the military did the military lifestyle uh. and the travel uh. Put that bug in you to want to keep moving. Well, see, I never was in the military. Well, with your father, yeah, saying, your yeah. father, oh, your yeah. father been there, and y'all moving around. Yeah, right? I, and that caused you to have that bug of want you wanted to move a lot. Because when you was talking earlier, yeah. you moved around a lot. Also. Every time I, every time I moved, he moved. Mm-hmm. See, he moved from uh, Germany, from mm-hmm. Chamond Air Force, mm-hmm. uh, from France to Germany, mm-hmm. and we went as dependent to Germany, right. and then from there to Switzerland and yeah, everywhere yeah. he moved. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. Yeah. I went as a dependent. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. But the people I came in touch with mm-hmm. were 18, 19, 20 years old until he got out of the service and mm-hmm. I came back to uh, uh, the United States, States and, and, and started my college yeah. career. But I, that's what I was asking. So, with all that moving around uh, when you was younger, yeah. did that cause Dr. Hainer to be the type of person to move around a lot? Oh, yeah. No, that you know, I was kind of uh, stable. You know, mm-hmm. I've been stable mm-hmm. for the last many years. Yeah, yeah. But I knew about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I knew about things that, that I might have never gone to Boston yeah. at that time, but yeah. I shot pool. Yeah. With people yeah. who came from Boston, yeah. who talked Boston and Talk. et cetera, yeah, and I yeah, knew yeah. he was from uh-huh. Boston, and we talked about they don't do this way in Boston. That kind of, uh-huh. you know, that kind. Uh-huh. So I was familiar with everything, yeah. every, uh, and and I was a young G, you know, the young GIs. You mm-hmm. know, they be young, and yeah. sometimes we go downtown and. They get drunk and and, and oh, I be with them and yeah. they come home at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, now I wasn't I wasn't able to go home at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You had meals to go to then. Yeah. No meals were. That was that was that was before I even started. You got caught up. Yeah, I was a young man. I was way before I got married. Okay, okay. You still doing that? I was in tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade with all that. You know, I was yes, way ahead, but yes, I was sir. dealing with people 18, yes. 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, you yeah, see, right. I was down there 14 years old, mm-hmm. and my the folks were first year uh, Air Force folks, yeah, uh, Army folks, and some uh, yes, uh, young people. Right. And I and they called me Young Blood. Yes, sir. Yeah, see, yeah, when yes, I was down there, and so when it came late, and they went out in town, they went somewhere. I went with them, yeah, and yeah. everybody knew who who Dr. Haney's. Uh, 
uh, no, uh, Sergeant Haney's son was, mm -hmm. and he's James Haney. Mm -hmm. And they say, You talking about James Haney? They say, you, you mean young blood? And they say, <laughs> 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 so Dr. Haney, let me ask you this. So, did you ever. Uh, did you ever hustle them dudes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did everything they did. Yeah. <laughs> on the pool table. Yeah, on the pool yeah. table, yeah. 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 They talk yeah. the same kind of talk they yeah, talk. That's it. You yeah. think that because I'm just a young blood that, that I you ain't got nothing? Nah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And so, and then sometimes, you know, I stayed out late, you know, and closed down the pool yeah. hall yeah. on the base at 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And my daddy didn't was somewhere on the base and yeah. didn't come and pick me up. Yeah. They sneaked me into the barracks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, they didn't know, the first sergeant didn't know I was there. He right. me out in the barracks, right. found out some of the uh, uh, soldiers that lived in this room or whatever mm -hmm. wasn't there tonight, mm -hmm. and they put me in the bed uh, in there. Just, <laughs> just why, why they, yeah. I kid you, you yeah. in the bed. Yeah. Make it look like it was him. Like, like that. Yeah. They put me in his room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first yeah. sergeant didn't know I was there. He didn't right. have no... Yeah, uh, uh, civilians in the military, right. in no dormitory, sleeping right. in no barracks, yeah. Right. Yeah. but there I was. So you know? you've always yeah. been a people person. Yeah, yeah. oh you know, yeah. Look, that oh, leads yeah. me to my next question, man. I, before we take a commercial break, Dr. Haney, explain who the running man is. Oh, Yo, 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 Nashville, what's up, what's up, man? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, man. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Hope you guys enjoying the show thus far. If you follow our platform, then you know right around this time, we get in a BMVT advertisement break, man. That means somebody somewhere has given us the opportunity to allow us to shine some light on their business. And today, our episode... We show love to my guy, Cameron Jefferson, and the Helping Hands Supportive Housing Services. Guys, let's get into it, man. The Helping Hands Supportive Housing Services Incorporated is a supportive housing group, again, led by Cameron Jefferson. Their mission statement, guys. Our mission statement is to significantly reduce homelessness by inspiring and empowering people who are ex-offenders, returning home from prison, veterans, and the homeless, or who suffer from substance abuse and mental health challenges by implementing evidence-based strategies that disrupt negative patterns, create new visions, build self-esteem, and develop sustainable life skills. Guys, man, I am super, super excited to introduce to you guys again the Helping Hands Supportive Housing Services Incorporated, guys. They have common core values such as being a caring organization, an organization that is, 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 is endowed and predicated behind culture. Another core value is community. We aspire to manifest a vibrant, winning family living environment comprised of a group of people who have chosen to infuse our cultural life into their daily lives and celebrate the victories of others. All of these core values, guys, caring, culture, community, and lastly, collaborative support, Cameron Jefferson embeds and practices all these things within his business. Make sure you guys tap in, man. Check out everything that the Helping Hands Supportive Housing Services has to offer and get in touch with them. On today's episode, we will drop in the description the Instagram page of how to get directly in contact with Cameron Jefferson and the Helping Hands 
supportive housing services. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the BMVT ad break. If you would like an advertisement of your business on our show, shoot us an email at blackmanvent2 at yahoo.com. B-L-A-C-K-M-E-N-V-E-N-T-2 at yahoo.com. Much love to you, Cam. Let's get back into today's episode. The running man was me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really, see, I, I got shot. Mm-hmm. One day after uh, I came to Vanderbilt and started uh, teaching school and whatever and mm-hmm. living in Nashville, I, 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 I was running down. I always had a thing to run. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of run around mm-hmm. the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, one day I went down one Christmas. Mm-hmm. I went to my grandfather's house in Hope, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and my grandfather was was a, was was a character. I mean, he did not God bless his soul. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I always remember, mm-hmm. he shot me in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> That would never. I mean, it's been this long. You still remember? But the thing about it, but you know what? He shot me. And the thing about it, and the reason I say that, but he he, he was a man that was addicted to the bottle. Yeah, you know, okay, and, okay, and, and, okay, and 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 he yes, was all yes, down. Yeah, you know, right, I mean, right, he right, didn't right, care right. about too much. He had mm-hmm. a house that his wife died, mm-hmm. and he lived all up mm-hmm. not far from us, and mm-hmm. he allowed mm-hmm. the house to simply collapse. Yes, and they had yes. an old uh, porch on the house mm-hmm. that didn't have all of the slats yeah, in the porch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it had. Yeah, you seen that? And it had a lot of cats. You know, he always kept a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. And the cap- cats were under the house, and he'd run all over the house. Mm-hmm. And so I simply, you know, every time I went to town, mm-hmm. I went up to talk with him. Because, right, you know, right. he'd sit on the talk, uh, uh, porch and talk with him and get up with some of his languages and yeah. understand mm-hmm. some of the way he yeah, yeah, made yeah, some statements. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, a lot of... Yeah, that's granddad. Yeah, here's a thing that you ain't never heard before. And et cetera. And so every time I stopped in town, I always stopped by granddad, my grandfather's house. We sit on the porch and we talk about things and, oh, them niggas ain't nothing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was yeah. 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 Kind of laid out, you know. Mm-hmm. He he do what he want to, and right. didn't care too much about appearances and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he had a nice house mm-hmm. when they were, you know, his wife was alive and everything was up. But now mm-hmm. there wasn't nobody up there but him. Right. And he had one room in in in, in the house that he generally slept in. Mm-hmm. And he had a door. Mm-hmm. There was half glass, mm-hmm. and he had all them cats. Mm-hmm. And every time, every time I went to Arkansas, I wouldn't leave without going up and sitting down and talking. I like yeah. to talk to him because yeah. he talked about him and my uncle. I had a uncle that you mm-hmm. just paid the world yeah. to just mm-hmm. send out. Oh, them niggas ain't nothing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, I, I got all of the words yeah. where they got. Yeah. You see that just get the ear just to hear that, that yeah. how he make the statements and. Yeah. So he just yeah. and so. Uh, At what point did he pull the trigger, man? Huh? Well, he what, 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 like I said, he 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 was a drunk. Okay, so, okay. And so okay. he had that okay. bed in that room. One uh-huh. in the whole house uh-huh. was falling down around.
around mm-hmm. him. But he had that one room up there, and I always went up there and sit on the porch, and he told me about the old days and whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Christmas, I went up there, and I knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. And he had a glass door, you know, half glass, half wooden right. door. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He was laying up in the bed, mm-hmm. drunk as he could be. Mm-hmm. And when I knocked on the door, all the cats, Came out and started uh, running under, under the door mm-hmm. and what? And he swore somebody was That's trying scary. to come here and rob him. That's what he thought. Somebody and he had nothing. But nobody. <laughs> <laughs> be last. He didn't look like no, nothing. <laughs> unless they thought he had a gold mine somewhere and all that trash. But he was living in trash. Wow, right, right. <laughs> wow. But I always went up there. We wow. sit on the porch and talk. And I went up there and knocked on that door yeah. one night wow. and. The cats started running and yeah. everything, yeah. and he heard the cats yeah. and, and, and thought somebody was coming in out of he all missed, places. He missed every cat that, that hit you. That's right, trying to rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing that saved me, the thing that saved me was that he was laying up in the bed drunk. Mm. And so he reached over and got his pistol, mm-hmm. and the yes. only thing that he could see was my shadow yeah. on wow. the thing. Wow. And he swore somebody was trying to come in and rob him, wow. and he got up, I mean, he laid up in the thing with his pistol mm. and shot through the door mm. and hit me in the leg. Wow. See, if he'd have been uh, uh, sane or anything, he probably would have shot me to death. Mm. But he was drunk, just yeah. shot me through the yeah. door and yeah. hit me in the leg. And yeah. so that was my first wound. I got that wow. wound and I still had it. And that's mm. what started the running man. Because wow. see, when he shot me in the wound, mm. the man told me, well, you know, you might not never walk again because, wow. of, you know, he hit me down there, not under my, under my knee. Yes, yes, sir. And so mm. I started a, a mm. program of running. And I would uh, get up from my house, mm-hmm. and I'd run around the uh, house mm-hmm. and run kind of up the road every now and then. Have, no, that, this, this was in Hope when I, yeah, yes, when, when I first started. Okay. Okay. And then uh, after a while, I started running, mm-hmm. and I found the benefits. It felt good, you know, mm-hmm. be out. And I had a little dog that ran with me, and it mm-hmm. came to Nashville. I continued the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after I started running, I decided to... Uh, we lived on Fairfax, mm-hmm. and I decided that I couldn't run uh, w- because I was working. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I devoted time for my work, and the best time to run was to run when nobody else was up and mm-hmm. when it was clear. Mm-hmm. And yes. so that's how I became a midnight runner. Wow. I, was, I would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and always run until 6.30 or 7 o'clock, always wow. a couple and a half, a half hour. Mm-hmm. And so, how many miles? Huh? However miles it was from Fairfax Avenue down to the river, wow. uh, that, that was <laughs> 12 miles, 12, 12 miles. Yeah, down there and back. Every morning had my dog with me. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed the you know, change that it was making for me and how good I felt about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so I simply took up a practice of, right. of running and everywhere I went, mm-hmm. I carried my tennis shoes with me. Yes, and I got up mm-hmm. and I ran whenever we stopped. Mm-hmm. And I ran at the same time. And I ran in, I've run in Chicago. I've run in every town mm-hmm. that we've ever been yes, at the same time. Yes, you know, and, and so one day the man, I was running down through there and the man called, started calling me, here come the running man. Yeah. And so they, you know, they kind of stuck. Yeah. And I became known as running. But I ran. I mean, I was a runner. How was you able to keep that 
discipline of just doing it every I, morning I had, at the same I, time. I had like to that. run. I ran. Mm-hmm. I ran. I started it, and I said, I, and it did so much for my legs, mm-hmm. I said I couldn't quit. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. when you get something started, first it, off, it started running around the yard. Mm-hmm. You see, and I ran around the yard for three or four uh, a couple of free days, yeah. and I said, "Well, I leave going from Fairfax to go yeah. down to the river right. and come back." Mm-hmm. And so after I started down there and go down to the river, mm-hmm. and I got up every morning about four o'clock, mm-hmm. and I ran down the river wow. and got out. That's and amazing. so yeah, from four o'clock to six o'clock, That's everywhere amazing. I went, yeah. I ran, Man. and That's I amazing. ran in Boston mm-hmm. and whatever city that we I've been in. Mm-hmm. Chicago, mm-hmm. I get up the same time and run wow. the same time, the wow. same way. Wow. And so I was a running man for the longest. My grandfather hey. shot me, and I got, you know. You know I, what? I, <laughs> I'm tired just listening to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <been> running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ran. But I got started, and, and, and it felt so good. I had a mm-hmm. dog that ran with me, mm-hmm. Chicken. They call him Chicken. So, <laughs> dog Chicken. Yeah, he's a dog. You know, he barked, well, yeah. barked backing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> the dog's name was Chicken. He the dog barked, he backed back up. up. You know, when it, we go down there, we be running or something. Hey, and I stop funny. it, he see somebody, he go down and bark. And yeah. if they stop, he backed up. <laughs> That's a kid. That's right. <laughs> but you ain't good for that. Ain't nothing but a chicken. You know he supposed to be not that protective. Right, 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 right. And I stop, right. and he yeah. stop, and, and they back back up. Up. <laughs> Hey Nashville man, we gonna take a we gonna take a quick commercial break, man, and get right back into this good conversation with Dr. James Hayden. Hey man, we having fun, man, and we super excited to have this legendary brother on our platform, man. After this commercial break, we'll get right back into it. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Yeah. <laughs> I'm F R E E. Man, what's up, Nashville? What's going on? What's up? What's up, man? We hope you guys are enjoying today's episode, man. We making history, and if you don't like it, we love it. We making history, man, on the Black Man Vento Podcast, the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Guys, to show some love to our good friend, Dr. James Haney, we wanted to provide today's BMVT commercial break, provide our audience with a small excerpt from an interview that he did on his own show called Comments with Dr. James Haney. What, what does this man not do, guys? Let's check out this interview that Dr. James Haney did, again, on his show called Comments with Dr. James Haney as he interviewed the then Tennessee State head football coach in 1996 by the name of L.C. Cole. Let's check it out. Thank you and welcome to the show this morning. The topic this morning is the Tennessee State University football program, and we're fortunate to have with us this morning to talk about the Tennessee State University football program, 
the head coach at Tennessee State University, uh, Coach Lawrence Cole. And Cole, let me welcome you, Coach, uh, to the uh, program this morning. All right, thanks a lot there. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Cole, what we'd like to do today is to, uh, first of all, give uh, our audience an opportunity to meet the new head coach of the uh, Tennessee State University Tiger football uh, team. And, of course, after we do that, we'll uh, have you to talk about Tennessee State University and your impressions of uh, Tennessee State University up to this point. But before we get into that, let's talk about uh, uh, Lawrence Cole. That is, to uh, have him to give us uh, and take some time to give us some information about uh, your background, your education, uh, your uh, career, and some of the things that have been important in terms of uh, leading you to the head uh, football position, coaching football position at Tennessee State University. All right, I'm originally, uh, originally born in Springfield, Ohio. Uh, from a family of uh, nine boys, uh, I'm the uh, fourth oldest. Uh, mother and father kind of carried a big stick when I was coming up, you know, especially when you got a, you know, a large family like I have. Uh, from there, uh, I was raised in Dayton. Uh, my mother and father, uh, they're from Alabama, so they have a real, you know, southern background upbringing, uh, church upbringing, too. And, and that's just the way we were raised. Uh, my father was a very disciplined man, and, you know, he always raised us to say, uh, yes, sir, no, sir, when you, you know, when you meet adults and, you know, when you come through the house, uh, you don't just walk past people, you speak to people. And, uh, you know, he learned us the values about life. Uh, but, uh, you know, from, uh, from Dayton, I uh, went to Dunbar High School. Uh, from there, I went to uh, the University of Nebraska, where I played college football at. Uh, I uh, learned a lot there, also uh, being a student athlete. And uh, I was the first black captain uh, chosen at the University of Nebraska. And also, I was... Um, team captain, and made some all Big 8 honors. Mm -hmm. And after leaving uh, Nebraska, I uh, had a chance with the uh, New York Jets and had an opportunity to get into pro ranks a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, left the New York Jets and went to the Denver Broncos and then went in the World Football League. Mm -hmm. Played in the World Football League for about three years. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I went back to Nebraska and, mm -hmm. you know, just started working on some graduate work and ended up getting into coaching. And just like that, man, just like that, we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break, man. If you're just not joining us, as I always say, something is wrong with you mm -hmm. because we got a legend that's in front of yeah, us. Man. We came all the way out to see him. Yeah. That's just how important he is to the Black Man Vitu family, man. Dr. James Haney is with us on our platform, Nashville. Have you heard? Mm -hmm. A Black Man Vent today. Mm -hmm. Now, normally, guys, we ask, you know, every guest, mm -hmm. what would you like to vent about today on Black Man Vent 2? Dr. Haney has lived such a such a great life, mm -hmm. man, that he just said he's just happy to be alive. Yeah, so we just want to hear you vent about oh, being happy to be alive. Well, I'm I'm just happy. Well, look at look look who you're talking to. You sitting up here with a man that got shot in the leg. Come on, man. Leg. Yes, <laughs> walking yeah. around on a walking stick yes, and sir. still laying back. Yeah. People waiting on me yeah. and waiting on every word I say and yes, doing sir. everything I say. Yeah. Well, what, what what is that to vent about? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I ain't got no problem. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean you Dr. Haney said you control. You know, it's a support system that you have. So what do you think about about that as you no, uh, matriculated through your whole career. Oh, I, it I, takes a good support I, I, system. I got the one support system. That's my wife. All you right, know what I mean? Right. Yes, Everything she say, I do. Everything she everything absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I say she let's do it, she says, No, let's do this. 
I, I do this. Let's do this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? don't have no controversy. <laughs> hey, what you talking about? Don't have no controversy. I'm trying to screw him on that right there. Something, you got to pick and choose your battle. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. You know, you know. Yes, and then, you know, if you say you're going to do it and don't do it, but you still say it, yeah, and yeah. you do it the way you do it. Yeah. You still find a way to work around yes, yes. to do what you want to do, yes, but yes. you always do it in agreement. Dr. Haney, man, just getting back into the conversation, you said that, that you know, life life is good mm -hmm. when you can be married and, and be married for 50 plus years. But the way that you did it was just being agreeable. Being agreeable. Right? Yes, I mean, that's the way that you do anything in life. Yes, you know, sir. we ain't going to be nothing running against, running against the grain. Yes, sir. You know, Come you got to always yes, be able to run against the grain. Some things you might like and some things you do, yes, don't sir. like. Yes, and, and and you got to be able to find out what, you know, and mm -hmm. and if, if, if something... Uh, one person don't like you. Got to be able to talk them into your way. Mm. If they can't mm. go your way, you go their way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way. That's the way it he is. Made it so simple. Right? It, it is simple. It's simple. If you yeah. can't, yeah. If they don't want to do it, then you don't want to do it. Hell. I know. Like, I know. Why they making marriage hard, hard yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing hard to do. <laughs> well, I like them. I like if you had a barometer, that would be it. That's Find it. somebody yeah. that likes to do what, what you, you like to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's, simple. That's, simple, That's the simplest way to do it. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. When you see Dr. Haney, when you see marriage in your generation mm -hmm. versus marriage in my generation, mm -hmm. why is longevity? not a part of my generational marriage, but was a part of yours. Well, I don't know. I don't know why y'all can't stay married. I don't either. You know? What's wrong with them, dog? That's the problem. I mean, somebody get married and seven after six, separating three months later, they, the thing about it, you got to have something in common. Yes, sir. See, yes, that's sir. the thing. Mm -hmm. You got to have besides something. That one thing. That's, that's right. whatever that one thing is. Whatever it is. That's right. Like you got to have something yeah. coming outside what that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. you got to be a most, you got to have a family. You mm. see, and, and once you got a family, people, children, or whatever, then that, there's a reason that you stay together. Mm. But the most important thing is it got to be agreeable. Mm. You know, yeah. hey, yeah. she don't want to do things for the most part that I don't want to do, and mm. I don't want to do things for the most part she don't want to do. And when she don't want to do things for, that I don't want to do, she do things anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, if you're not if you're not slick enough, yeah, 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 if you ain't had a vocabulary enough yeah, to talk yeah. your mate yeah. into some things she don't want to do yeah. and you want to do and yeah. convince her how important be it smooth. is, be, be smooth. smooth. Yeah, you don't yeah, make yeah, nobody yeah, do yeah, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a joy, man, to hear you, Dr. Haney, just really from, a, from a 27-year-old's point of view, man. That's See how life. much fun you still have that's being life. married, yeah, man. That's, that's life. Oh, yeah, that's yes, life. Sir. You know, I love my wife. Yes, you know, we generally do things the same yes, way. And yes, if, if I'm not doing it her way, then mm. I try to do it her way. If she's not doing it my way, she try to do it her way. But yes. for the most part... <laughs> But for the most part, 
you know, I ain't, you know. Agreeable. You gotta be agreeable. I had to learn anything to me. I learned that. Be agreeable. I was going to say, Dr. Haney, man, when you talk about your family, mm-hmm. marriage and stuff like that, um, get into your children, man. Just mm-hmm. when you when you laid eyes on your firstborn son, Mr. Mm-hmm. AJ, if I'm oh, not yeah. mistaken, man, how, how did that feel, man? Just being being oh, daddy, man, man, for the for the first time. Oh, well, well, the thing about it is that I was so glad that we had a child mm-hmm. and that uh, we had him in a situation that we had, and she could take care of him, I could take care of him. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I just simply used the same rules and regulations that I had grown up under, mm-hmm. you know, but did what my folks did to me. I thought that's the way family, I thought that's the way it was done. I didn't think, you know, uh, what I say go and what she say go mm-hmm. and always understand, you know, try to work around things mm-hmm. or whatever and make somebody see it way. I didn't have no problem. I had no problem with my marriage in mm-hmm. terms of doing mm-hmm. of that. We've always mm-hmm. been agreeable yes sir you know yes, so sir. and, and yes, so now I, I went to uh, uh, all them schools and etc but when I went to school yeah. she went to work yeah you yeah. see and that mm-hmm. was the kind of thing and that mm-hmm. was kind of and, and, and it was important that her go to school in order that I could could go I mean her to go to work in order to yeah, go to school yeah and I understood yeah. you know her school yeah. work and she yeah. understood my school work mm-hmm. and most of the time you the thing about it don't you marry no dumb person Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Man yes, or woman. Yes, sir. You see, man don't you just yeah. man or woman. Don't yeah. marry no person that can't do nothing. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, yeah. they gotta yes, be that that's that's what a marriage is, is a partnership. Yeah, they, they yes, bring something yes, to the yes, That's right. Yes, uh, and yes, so I bought the education, getting all the education. Yes, she went out and did the work and, yes, and, and I did the work and the education and etc. And yes, so sir. it's been something like yeah. that. You know, both of us busy doing what we do uh, wanted to do yes, and what we had to do and whatever. And I, you know, that's yeah. that's that's <laughs> what you have to do in a marriage. Everybody exactly. gotta do something. Yes, you know, nobody exactly. can just get married and not do nothing. Yeah. You either work and go education mm-hmm. or education and work or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see, and, and and so that's you know. I... Well, let me ask you this: So, when you was at TSU, how was it? How was the ups and downs of racism? Dealing with racism at TSU, discrimination, all those types of things. Oh, I ain't no, I ain't know nothing about no discrimination mm-hmm. at Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Well, well, how could you? Be, how could somebody discriminate with you at Tennessee State University? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Yeah. I ain't never known nobody at Tennessee State yeah. University yeah. get discriminated against you. Tell me, how would you demonstrate uh, discriminating somebody at Tennessee State yeah, University? Yeah, yeah, Doing yeah, what? I mean, yeah, what yeah. you do? How do you, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. What do you call them, nigga? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk your talk, Dr. Hayes. You should have said, Dr. Hayes. Yo, 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 Nashville, Nashville. What's up, y'all? What's going on, man? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. The only black father and son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. We know y'all tired of hearing it, but we ain't tired of saying it. Let's get into this break. During this great episode, man, shout out again to Dr. James Haney. If you guys follow our platform, then you know right about now we get into what we call the Black Men Bent 2 Black News Weakness segment as we give exposure to anything and everything that is blackity, blackity, black that's going on in our city. While still shining light to all events 
going on in our city of Nashville, man. Let's check it out and let's see what's going on in Nashville that you can be a part of. First things first, guys, check out the Nashville Sounds, man. I love me a good baseball game, a good bag of Cracker Jacks, and some good peanuts, man. Check out the Nashville Sounds as they gear up this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to play the Columbus Clippers, guys. Again, the Nashville Sounds plays the Columbus Clippers at First Horizon Park on the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th at 6.35, guys. The 4th through the 8th at 6.35 p.m. Make sure you guys check out the Nashville Sounds. Go buy some tickets. Go support our team. Next, guys, let's see what we got going on, man, in Nashville in the city. Guys, it is July the 4th. If you're from Nashville, you know that we have one of the best firework presentations in the world, man. Make sure you guys go downtown with your kids, with your family. Be safe. But go downtown and have some fun, man. Downtown, they are headlining with artists such as Brad Paisley, Ben Rector, The War at Treaty, excuse me, The War and Treaty, Langhorn Slim, Tierra Kennedy, and so much more. They have labeled it as Let Freedom Sing Music City event on July the 4th, presented by Dr. Pepper, man. Make sure you guys check out downtown Nashville and get into everything that is involved with Independence Day. Guys, that's all we got, man, for our Black Men Event 2 Black News Weekly segment. If you guys know of Black-owned events, if you guys know of cultural events that are going on in our city of Nashville and you want to hear it back on the show, Email us, guys. We're no strangers. We'll make sure to email you back. B-L-A-C-K-M-E-N-V-E-N-T, the number two, at yahoo.com. Let us know what's going on in the city so we can show you some love and air it on the show. Let's get back into today's episode. You know, can you demonstrate if they white, they they just like you. Mm-hmm. If they black, they mm-hmm. just. I, let me show you. Mm-hmm. Let me show you who I am. Yes, Uh-oh. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, yeah, I wish we had this on. Man, camera. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Doctor Hannah is disrobing. Man, they show us. <laughs> so, Let's see. Oh, look. Yeah, man. He said, let me show you who I am. Oh, man. Guys, if y'all were in the room today. You got to take a picture of this. You ain't seen it. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm Dr. Hanger. Dr. Hanger. That's what my students see every time I go to class. Yes, sir. That I'm Dr. James Hanger. Yeah. But they also know that I am. The great grade giver. The great grade giver. Yes, sir. Man, y'all gotta be in this building, man. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Dr. Hayden goes by many names, but one of his favorite is the great great giver. And students understood that I'm Dr. Hayden. Yes, sir. And the great great, yeah. great yeah. Yeah. And they, 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 they understand. Like, right. Whatever I give me a and leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, look, they, they they put your practice. They said we need to be agreeable. That's right. We need to be agreeable with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. I, love, man. I, love, I, love, man. I didn't have no time. I love how you. You you got so much pride in who you were oh, yeah. and who you still are. You, still are. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you you put us in check. Like let me show y'all who I am. Yeah. Y'all didn't know. Look, he said he said discrimination. Yeah. 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 TSU. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All that I ain't never felt discriminated at no school. Right. I've been to all of them, right. you know, and I never That's got right. into a situation right. where I right. felt that anybody was discriminated so against. So with that being said, so the education piece in your life. Uh-huh. That's a very important thing. Yes. Piece. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. I am an educator. Yes, sir. That's what I do. I yes, educate. Yes, you know, that my stu- I make my students understand that yeah. when I say I'm the great grade giver, yeah. I mean that what you do depends on how you do it in here. Yes, All sir. Right. All Your right, grade depends. If yes, somebody sir. say you're an F student, mm-hmm. if you're an F student and you act like an F student, you will get an F in mm-hmm. here. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if somebody been giving you Fs and not doing you right, and you look at me and mm-hmm. deal with me, mm-hmm. I am the great grade giver. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the grade I give you is the grade I think you need. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. And then he popped his collar on his T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all gotta come see the T-shirt, man. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Hey, you know oh what? I love the fact that yeah. where you are in life, but you still have pride in who you yeah. are and oh, who yeah. you are. Yeah. I love it, man. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Sometimes you know, a grade mm-hmm. is encouragement. Yes, yes sir. That's, That's what so a grade true. is. Yes, mm-hmm. You give a student who believes that he's making a C. Mm-hmm. And you give him a B, mm-hmm. he'll be an A student next time you see him. Mm, I like that. Mm. You I understand like that. what I'm saying? I that's like that. That's yes, what sir. I'm saying. I yes, get it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Because like you said, you just motivated him. That's motivation. He came yeah. in there and said, yeah. back, he going to flunk yeah. up mm-hmm. and get a nice grade. Mm-hmm. And then now he thinks he's going to make the top grade. Right. And he make the top grade. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's what well, I... Yes, sir. That, that, if you see him putting forth the effort, yeah, then you reward the effort. That's right. I got you. That's right. I got you. That's Dr. Haney, what, uh, what did you teach at Tennessee State University? Well, I taught American history. I taught, oh, man, I taught, I taught history. I taught mm-hmm. history. Uh, my, my, my specialty mm-hmm. is the black experience, mm-hmm. but my teaching mm-hmm. was freshman students, sophomore students, mm-hmm. uh, graduate students, mm-hmm. uh, anything. I could teach anything yes, in anything in history, mm-hmm. anything I had the category for. Mm-hmm. You know, so you talk mm-hmm. about the black experience. Dr. Haney, in your words, mm-hmm. why is that not a popular subject now? Because they don't want to teach it now. They don't know nothing about it. Mm. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't if you, you don't, don't have the right teachers. Yeah, that's right. If you don't know nothing, mm-hmm. gotcha. but I bet you if, if you go to any of them students that came under me, mm-hmm. they gonna know how to they know how to teach black history. Mm-hmm. Ain't no such thing as black history. Black history is American history. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, with yes, the black folks. Yes, if you know American history, yeah. then you know black history. Because yes, yes, American sir. history, black folks have been discriminated against. Yes, sir. And so you gotta know how how they were discriminated against, what they said, yes, and yes. et cetera, and et cetera. Yes, Ain't no such thing as black history, mm-hmm. white history. Yes, the emphasis is upon the black experience. Yes, black experience. Say, yes, most yes. you talk about yes, uh what the black folks went 
through. Mm -hmm. But who were the folks that they had to go through? White mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. And so you got to know what the white folks were doing yeah, right. in order to know yeah. what black folks right. were yeah. And right. that's yeah. history, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. So I ain't yeah. no such thing as black history, white well, let me history. Let this. So would you say a younger person needs to know the black experience? Oh, they, they couldn't go and come in my class. What that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the jumping off spot. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, yeah. you know, yes, sir. in sixteen nineteen, mm -hmm. black folks came to this country as slaves. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now if you don't start there and deal with what slavery was and et cetera yes. and how they were discriminated yes, against the Nixon. So, you yes, know, sir. that's black that's that's history. Yes, you know, white yes, history or black yes, history. Right. And white uh, if you talk about black folks, you're teaching black history and talk about white folks. Well no. why do they why do they try to separate it, do you think? Uh, well, because they don't know anything about it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. right. You know, if it, most it, it's, it's a simply a style the black experience, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. which is the same thing as white history. Yes, sir. When the black, when you make the emphasis on how black folks fell mm -hmm. when they were discriminated mm -hmm. against, mm -hmm. how they, and then you talk about how white folks discriminated right. against them. Right. So ain't no black experience and yeah. white experience. You can't teach. You yes, can't, te can't teach history without teaching history. Yes, right. How can you teach uh, you black teach history, history without, without talking history. about the American yeah. Revolution? Yeah, I like that. And, 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 and like that. Why can you teach yeah. white history without yeah. talking about the American yeah. Revolution? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that, that, and that's the sad yes. piece that sometimes frustrates me uh, is that when I was coming through school, they uh, didn't teach us the black experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you didn't have the right teacher. I know you're right. That's right. You are exactly right. No, seriously. No, I believe you. I don't see how you can teach history without teaching about the black yeah, yeah. Hell, you, 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 you ever see a white man chop cotton? No, huh? no. What what the slaves do? Pick yeah. cotton, yeah. chop cotton. Yes, sir. The whole industrial revolution yes, sir. Yes, sir. with, with exactly. the black experience. Yes, exactly. All yes, the cotton that was picked. Yes, sir. All yes, sir. The, that's that's the black railroads building build, all this stuff. That's, we that's built the black. Us a piece of <laughs> hell yeah, that's right. and that's the black experience. That's black that's the, look, that's the black experience. Black experience. Right. Yeah. And, right. and that's yeah. right. right. And, and, and the other thing, you but white folks was out there too. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes, sir. Teach American history, but you can't teach. American history without talking about black people. Without yeah. talking about, yeah, we're not talking about right. black people that's picking right. all that. You know, that's the, almost the, like the, the, the cotton gin was not invented for white folks. Mm -hmm. yes, no, sir. that's right. Yes, it was invented for yeah. black yes, folks. Sir. They were picking the cotton, yes, and the cotton had to be gin in it. order to keep them yeah. from trying to separate the uh, mm -hmm. cotton. Uh, seed mm -hmm. from 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 the leaf, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. and so that, that, and that's 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 what black folks were doing when they were doing mm -hmm. cotton picking cotton. They had them picking cotton, mm -hmm. right. and they had to have some way to separate the seed from the leaf. Yes, yeah. sir. And so Eli Whitney came along and invented yes, the cotton yes, thing. They said, mm -hmm. but black folks were still picking the cotton, right. and, nobody, yeah. and then <laughs> after he invented it, who started operating the cotton? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, we yeah, were white folks wasn't. No cotton field. Yeah, 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 they was over. Yeah, they was overseeing, yeah. overseeing. That's why they were called overseeing. Mm -hmm. He went out and they had 
40 or 50 wild. black folks picking cotton all That's day true. long yeah. and one white man overseeing That's it. True. And even in the latter days, when I was going out there, mm -hmm. we had one uh, one white man that broke us <laughs> all out there mm -hmm. and put us out in, in the roads mm -hmm. and we picked the cotton. And, 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 and when we went on road and came up the other road, he we waited and he waited mm -hmm. and whatever. Wild. And in the end, he had brought 25 or 30 folks to the field, one white man mm -hmm. we had picked all day long, wow. all of us had picked the cotton, wow. and he had wrote down the, the amount of cotton we picked. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. cotton picking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. cotton picking. Yeah. What a story, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. As we as we get ready, Dr. <laughs> Haney, we're getting ready to wrap up, man. I got one more question for you. We ask every guest this question, okay? Uh -huh. Our platform is based on mental health. Okay. So we talk about depression, anxiety, uh -huh. suicide, okay. stuff like that. Okay. A young man needs to hear you motivate him. Okay. He's thinking about maybe committing suicide. No, he He's... don't need to be committing no suicide. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, look. Well, look. Well, check this out. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't find too much in the world to kill myself for. What, wow. I mean, what you gonna kill? Suicide? What? Uh, I love this man. I love this man. I love this man. If, if, if yes, you're 18 and 19 years old yes. and ain't but 18, and you gonna kill yourself, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and you don't put, you don't cut off 35, 40 more years of your life, mm -hmm. you don't know what gonna happen when you get 20, yes, 21, and 25. You, in other words, you, 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 you read the future at 18 and right. saying things gonna be so bad. Well, Doctor Hayes, <laughs> let me ask you this. Like Talk this. to him. Why like do this. you? I let like me this. ask you this. Why do you think? Why do you think? You know, and it's it's, it's suicide. I, I I guess that the that rates are going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's happening a lot, especially yeah, in our generation. What what's what what's causing it in your in your definition? As we wrap up, what what's causing it? Some of the black folks want to kill themselves. You suicide is self destruction. Mm -hmm. And if a person wanna kill himself, mm -hmm. he got a reason. His yes, reason might not be my reason. It right. ain't no real reason. Yes, it's it's Killing yourself is a personal thing. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. yes, That's sir. what it is. Don't yes, so what, but you said it earlier. <laughs> when you do that, you don't know what your future could have could been. Could be. If you cut, cut it off, off right at now. 18. Yeah, I mean, yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I had yeah. killed myself at 18, I really would have been in shape. Because I you know, got my 18. Man, so you ain't started. Ain't started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's how they said the stove ain't even got warm yet. You didn't even have a chance. Didn't give yourself a chance. If you talk about killing yourself before you get out of high school, you were really in bad shape. You really, I don't know what could have happened to you between one and the end of your high school career. You had, I don't know what kind of life you could live that's that bad. What yes, could sir. you do mm -hmm. that bad in life before you get 18 years old to mm -hmm. kill yourself? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, really? Mm -hmm. What I mean, yeah. what you mad, mad at who? For what? Mad at what? Yeah. That you mm -hmm. don't have no money? Well, lots of folks don't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> that you ain't have, don't have nothing? Who do you know that has anything at age? Y'all ever... See, ain't no reason. You don't mm -hmm. find yes, no sir. reason. Mm -hmm. yes, now, sir. if you're mentally health and real and somebody told you you ought to kill yourself and you believe that, you might kill yourself. Yes, sir. But mm -hmm. really, ain't no, I, you can't find no rational reason that a person ought to either kill yourself or kill somebody else. Mm -hmm. Ain't no reason to be killing nobody else. Yes, sir. Because yes, sir. really, when you go get you a 
gun mm. and go out and kill somebody else, you have literally killed yourself. Right. Mm. Wow. Yeah, well, that, well, you know, you go out and, and yeah, it's get... Bond, yeah, it's going to It should, yeah. It should. Hell, you're going to jail. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What they where they going, Doctor? They going where else do they go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. If you've been living in this life long enough, yes, sir. And listen to the radio and listen to your people and stuff. Yes, you sir. ought to know when people kill somebody else, what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. you would think. I yeah. mean, you know, you get in the car and, and, and whatever, and, and and you don't know that if, if you're 18 years old and you carry a gun and that you might kill somebody, yeah. that, but that's what 18-year-old folks do. They carry a gun yes. that might kill somebody. Yes, and sir. if you ain't aware of the fact that when you shoot somebody with that gun, what you think they're going to do to you? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What you think you gonna get? Yeah. And how many people you know to kill somebody gonna get away with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't too many. Too, no. Ain't too many. Yeah. Yeah. You all not be carrying guns anyway. You yes, know. Sir. You know. If you. That's the key. What that, you just that's said. That's it. What you just said. Yeah. Why we? Why everybody got a gun? Gun. That's everybody right. Don't, I'm talking about. Our society is so bad, everybody feel like they need a gun. For what? And that's bad, that's, that we live like that. When, when yeah. In a society that everybody feel that they like want a gun, they ready to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ready. Either they yep. going to kill somebody and go to jail, mm-hmm. or they going to shoot the police, mm-hmm. or the police going to... A gun is a magnet for death. Wow. 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 Man, that's what it is. It is a magnet for death. How many people do you know got shot because of a gun? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. If you got you walking around with a gun in your pocket, that what? Mm-hmm. You, that's got, a, you got what, a different attitude. Yeah. That's yeah. a death. Yeah. That's yeah. death that you got attitude. in your pocket. Yeah. Either yeah. you're going to shoot somebody mm-hmm. or somebody going to shoot, shoot you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, why you got it? Yeah, yeah. true that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You've got a gun in your pocket. True if you that. got a gun, mm-hmm. you're going to shoot somebody, which is going to send you to death for the rest of your life, or they're going to kill you. Got a point. Dr. Haney, man. I love it. Man, it's been a good episode. Yeah, man, I don't want to leave. It's been real good. Man, man. it's been real good. Man, Dr. Dr. Haney, wow, we man. Out, man. We just want to tell you, man, that we really appreciate you being on yeah, our man. platform today. You yeah, have really tickled us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, we, and, we, and we just man. appreciate you coming on, man. Yes, yeah, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. Man. Any last words you want to give our platform? No, before? that's why all students used to knock, knock everything down to get in Dr. Haney's class. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's, that's, why I'm, that, that's why when I first go in there, give I, I give the great grade. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I know yeah. they know that if they try and they work hard, yeah. etc., yes, they might be making a C. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I know right. what kind of effort they put in, and yes, they sir. might look at their report card. They got a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you give a student who think he gonna get a C a B. You've lit him up for Well, I eight. sure was not a K through your class when I was going to be <laughs> well, no, yeah, I, I needed you, you'd have been an A student. You got Damn. that right. You, know, <laughs> you, got a, you got a student who has come to your yeah, class yeah, and expected that yeah. he ain't going to flunk it. Mm-hmm. And he get in there and he start doing something. Mm-hmm. And he look at his first grade and say, I was thinking I'd go fuck this class and yeah. I got a C. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on fire. Yeah. yeah right, right. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> He, he thought he was gonna flunk it. Yeah, make an yeah, L. Yeah, and yeah. Mick around got, oh, I can make Dr. Haynes' class. Yeah. 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 And then I look up the next time, here he is again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he come in there ready to make a B. Yeah. And he make a B. Yeah. And then he come in and make and then he come out to be an excellent student. Yeah, yeah. sir. You yeah, see, yeah, simply sir. because he thought he was gonna that's the same thing I was if you have mm-hmm. never been in college before, never mm-hmm. had a grade before, mm-hmm. you don't anticipate too much. Right. But even if you about to flunk, get an F, mm-hmm. 
professor give you a D, a yes. C minus? Yes. That's already told you that, hey, I'm not in the wrong, wrong place. I just right. didn't put forth the effort. Right. Right. And then, yes, then you look at me, my thing said I'm the great grade giver. Yes. Right. It means that your grade depends upon who? Mm -hmm. Me, you. yeah, yeah. Yes, I sir. give you any grade I want to give you. <laughs> that, 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 I tell them, man. That's why I got that. Right, right, right. Yeah. But the thing about Boy. it, if they get Boy. a grade like that from me, yeah. they gonna keep that grade because they know they earned. They earned. They, earn, they, earn, they, they earn. know what they. It's somebody that's listening to this. They they still mad at you thirty years later for that deal. <laughs> no, I, I, I set them on fire. I set them on fire. Because they get a C, they get a C, and in the end, they get an A. That's it. They're on that's fire. It. That's it. That's, that's right. It. So I set them on fire. <laughs> man, hey, y'all, this has been a good episode, man. Uh, Godly, y'all, man. We, I, I, we could talk to them for another hour. Oh, I know man, we could. Man, guys, the Black Men Venture Podcast, we just had none other than Dr. James Haney, the running man, the great, great giver. You don't want to mess with him. That's a good way to put it. Hey, man, if I haven't learned anything, you know what I learned? You got to be agreeable. Agreeable. Get that, Nashville. Be agreeable and things will turn out right for you. Am I right, Doc? Just get along. Get along. You might not agree with whatever. Just get along. Just get along. Just get along. Then you find a way to work. Work around it. Yeah, right. You don't have to do everything you agree on. Nashville, man, it's been another great episode, man. Looking for you to agree. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. Just agree. Just come walk, work all around. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Guys, man, great episode we just yeah, did, man. Doctor James Haney. Uh, man, man, we right in this living room, man. Just came to do such a great episode. Make sure you guys share this episode, yeah, like this episode. Let us know how we did, man. Mm -hmm. And again, Dr. James Haney, we want to thank you for your I time. Appreciate thank you. I appreciate y'all. I very, very, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, you sir. very much. Thank yes, you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A blessing. Until yes, sir. next week, guys. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. Nashville. Until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. Dr. Haney. Dr. What's going on, Nashville? We want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. As mentioned earlier in today's episode, we want to make sure that we give honor and thanks to the sponsors of Black Men Ventu. Our sponsor for today's episode is none other than Mr. Tony Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins, we thank you for investing into the Black Men Ventu podcast. If you would like to be announced as a sponsor during our episodes, give us an email at blackmenvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. Again, if you would like to financially help and sponsor Black Men Ventu, please email us at B-L-A-C-K-M-E-N-V-E-N-T, the number two, at yahoo.com. This has been another episode of the Black Men Vent 2 podcast. Good morning.